if you've ever had someone speak into your life that you're going to be a great success or perhaps speak into your life that you're going to be a great failure, you realize that <clears throat> just them uttering those words might change the way you view yourself, might change the attitude you have about yourself, might change your willingness to fight for your own dreams, your own hopes, your own future. And the leader's ability to influence the success of somebody else just by speaking, just by projecting on you, their team members, their entire team, one individual, what the future might hold, that ability should never be discounted. Not if you're the leader and not if there's a leader speaking into your life. That's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I've been on both sides of that. I've, I've been the guy as a leader that, uh, as a very young leader, when I first came back from my first basic training and then my training camp, and then I was on my way to my first base, and I remember driving home in my Firebird and, and parking out in front of the grocery store, and I went in to look for my mom because she wasn't at home, and in my small town, there was only one place else to be, and that was at the grocery store. So I went to the grocery store, saw her car in the parking lot, parked my Firebird right outside the front door, walked in in my dress blues. I was so proud, so excited. And from across the room comes running this young man, probably 16, 17 years old, runs across the room, jumps in my arms and gives me a big hug. And he says, I want to grow up to be just like you. Now, I was barely 22 at the time. So growing up to be like me wasn't a, wasn't a hard stretch. There wasn't much there. But knowing that somebody was looking at me going, I want to be like you, was that was an encouragement. That was empowering. I won't tell you what the rest of that conversation was because, uh, honestly, what he described his view of me as that you wanted to grow up to be like, I have to honestly say now I'm, I'm ashamed of what it was in me that he idolized. I can also tell you, though, that I was the guy who won the science fair first place for physics overall. And on my way out the door with my science project in my hand, a radio interview took place. And the guy said, you know, there's no way you'll actually ever build that because if it works, then you'll disprove Newton's law of theory of relativity. And, and that's not going to happen. So, hey, cute project, but no, it'll never work. And I threw the project in the dumpster and walked away from it and have never since attempted to do anything like that in that world. Why? Because I heard the words, you will never succeed, and therefore I never tried. You know, there's a Dale Carnegie uh, philosophy that says, give a man a fine reputation to live up to, and he will. Uh, John Maxwell says it a different way. He says, see everybody on your team as a 10, meaning don't see them as a failure. Even if they make mistakes, don't let that mistake define them. Identify the mistake, identify the source of the problem, identify how it got there, and then remove it. But don't equate a failure with a person. A failure is an event, not a person. And to say that someone will never succeed, can never succeed, only has a reputation of being a failure, is to project on them failure. This goes back to that old phrase, you have the power to speak life or speak death. That phrase has been around for thousands of years. <clears throat> there was a test done, and I don't remember exactly when this was done, or uh, I believe it was Hallmark Cards, but 
Way back when, they sent out a stack of free Mother's Day cards to everybody who was in penitentiaries in across, across the country. They, they wanted these incarcerated men and women to have a chance to send a Mother's Day card, uh, even if they didn't have access to buy one. So they made them free, and they gave them all over the country. And tens of thousands of Mother's Day cards were then mailed to moms from prison. Well, Father's Day came around. They thought that would be a great idea. Well, we'll do the same thing again. So they made all of these cards available. And almost no one asked for a Father's Day card to send to their father. Well, why do you think that is? Many people who have been incarcerated and interviewed later for whatever it is that they're guilty of, whatever it is that they're, they're paying their time for, have been asked, what's your relationship like with your father? And many of them have said, I don't really have a relationship with my father. In fact, the last thing I remember him saying is, I just see you ending up in jail. Leaders have the ability to project into the future, to encourage, to inspire, to empower. They also have the power, the ability, the opportunity through that same projection to destroy somebody's future, to speak ill of them, to speak death into their life, to speak failure. That ownership of one mistake that changes the identity of someone. I just listened to an interview this morning with a gentleman by the name of Larry Elder, who talked about how he had hated his father for so many years, and he finally just couldn't take it anymore. He said, I'm, I'm done with this. I am going to confront him. I'm going to sit down with him face to face and just tell him how I feel and see how he defends himself. And so his secretary made time for him, and he flew across the country, and he sat down in a little diner, and when his dad got there, he just unloaded on him for 20 minutes. Just told him everything that his dad had done wrong. Told him every mistake that he made, how he felt as a kid, how he'd been pushed around, how he'd been bullied, how he'd been, you know, racially discriminated against, and all because of the way his father behaved. When he was done, his dad looked at him and said, That's it? That's what caused you not to talk to me for 10 years? That's it? That, that's all I did wrong? And then for the next eight hours, they talked about what his father's life was like growing up. How he was kicked out of the house at 13 years old and had to figure out how to make his own way. How he traveled across the country with the railroads at a time when the Jim Crow South was still very active. Racism was still very active. And he eventually met his home in L.A. and began raising his family, working three and sometimes four jobs to be able to do that. And suddenly, Larry Elder had a different perspective of his dad. He, he understood that sometimes the struggle in life is not about what happens to you. It's about how you deal with it. Yeah, the leader has an enormous opportunity to impact, to project, to speak life into somebody's situation and circumstances. But ultimately, it's our responsibility as individuals to look at the situation that we're in and ask ourselves, what could I have done differently? Well, we can't determine the outcome every time, but we can determine how we respond to it. We can create the outcome by changing our response to the circumstances. As a leader, I want to encourage you. I want you to understand that your willingness to speak into somebody else's life could be the difference between their success or failure. Your willingness to encourage them, to accept them, to accept their failure and say, yep, you made a mistake, 
Now what? What are we going to do next? How can I help you move on to the next idea? The leader's willingness to do that will project into that person's future. And if you've ever had a leader speak into your life and say, man, I don't know how it went so wrong this time, but I see you succeeding in these ways, or I encourage you to pursue this, or I think you'll be better at this, or wow, I see a lot of potential in you. Here's some ideas on how you can perfect those. That's the kind of leader that everybody wants to serve under. And if you're a leader of people, if you lead a team, a small team or a large team, your willingness to speak life into them, to encourage them, to empower them, to offer them opportunity, to help them become better people is immeasurable and it should never be underestimated. But also should the weight of your words to realize that when you speak negatively, when you chastise them, when you equate their failure in behavior, their failure in ideology or their failure in ideas to their personhood, well, you also carry the risk of destroying their future. You have more influence than you could possibly know, and you may not see it today. You may see it five years from now, a decade from now, five decades from now. You may find grown, retired adults looking back on one encounter with you who would say, my life changed when this leader spoke into my life. And I want you to remember that as a leader, every day you have that chance to speak life to give someone a fine reputation to live up to, because they will, to see everyone as a 10. And it's on you as the leader to take responsibility for the words that are coming out of your mouth and encourage people rather than destroying them. That's my challenge for you today. I'm Jay Lauren Doris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.